Welcome to the Early Show Later podcast with your hosts. Hi, I'm Karis. I'm Jeremy. And this is episode 52, Unknown Caller. Neat, neat, neat. I did not crush a full liter of water during the program today, uh, but I refilled my bottle. And I'm hoping that through this podcast, I will get to my liter. Really? How much do you have left, do you think, of the liter? Well, I don't know. I refilled it. I think oh. I... Because I was partway through the bottle. It was a bottle on the go. I see. My own mistake. Mm. Um, I find when people get really into drinking water. They pee a lot. No, for sure. But then it becomes their personality. It's like all they talk about is how much water they're <laughs> drinking and measuring water. And I I used to see, like, I would always have friends go through that, like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get healthy. I'm going to drink water. You know, like, it's the <laughs> easiest thing you can do to get healthy. Uh, and I, I roll my eyes. I'm like, you're an idiot. And then I do it, and I'm like, how much water did I drink? How much water did I drink? Where am I at? Where am I at with my water? I'm, I haven't quite got far enough yet where I'm tweeting about it. And I really hope you don't no, get I'm there. No, I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to be. Yeah. I'm going to be posting pictures of all of the water. Of all the water. The other day, I was peeing. It was so clear. I yeah. briefly thought, could I drink that? <laughs> and that is the sign of a, a very high water intake. Is yeah. when your pee is so look like Garibaldi water. Exactly, and you're wondering, like, could I bottle this? Could you I know, what if it? I were to put this on ice? Would it be refreshing? Am I the first person who's ever thought of this? Hmm, probably I I, not. I think I invented hydration. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, good for you. It happens to you, though. I, I know. I tried to fight it, and I'm aware of it, yeah. and I've become that person. Yeah, and, and you know, good for you for drinking the water, and good for you for being so self-aware of, of your obsession with your now water intake that, you you know, hopefully you'll be able to take a step back and realize that you shouldn't live tweet your water intake. But let's be aware of Bo Burnham in his whatever that one where he's locked in his house doing his skit. Oh. He said, self-awareness does not absolve you from being a piece of shit or something like that. Right. Because that's also a power move is like being self-aware. Like, I'm self-aware, so it's ironic. So now I can be a piece of shit. No, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah, you still. I'm still the water piece of shit. Yeah, you still shouldn't do it. So, Jeremy, stop now. Just quietly drink your water and don't share it with the rest of us. We don't need to know. Oh, my God, you're drinking again. You're drinking right now. Oh, God. So good. Okay, so let's, hydrating. Let's get into I can this feel podcast. The health. We need to divert you from this. So <laughs> let's let's you get need to right divert into divert me like a river or a creek being diverted? <laughs> yes, Jeremy, I do. I need to dam up all of this water talk. Uh let's start talking about the metric system versus the imperial. Good morning, it's 712. You're listening to the early show with Karis and Jeremy. One more atmospheric river to get through. It looks like uh, it'll hit us mostly on Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Looks like a sunshine for uh, Halloween, which is nice. Uh, we love our uh, idiotic uh, Guinness World Records. Another one's been broken by Jay, 37 years old. Uh, stacked chairs, 17 feet high. What's that in Canadian? Three meters? I don't know. Five meters? <laughs> 
Uh, well, I don't. I, actually, I work in feet, not meters. Do you? Are you a meter mind or a foot mind? You know what? I'll be real. I am, uh, I guess, still a foot mind, but I'm trying to be a meter mind. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, you know what? Let's just get rid of this. You know, we're smashing the patriarchy. Let's smash imperialism. You know? Like, sure. Let's yeah. Let's go. Metric. Uh, I still don't know what it means, though. <laughs> I'm just like, what is three f- meters? Yeah, I remember the meter stick in, in elementary school. You know, the it was leaning up against the chalkboard. The, and yeah. that was my, that's, for me, that's a meter. So I try and remember, okay, how long was that stick? Yeah, and then I'm like, that's about as long as a sword. And yep. with two of them, we got a battle during yep. recess. Yeah. Uh, so pretty tall. Uh, the previous record, Idiot, only stacked uh, chairs 15 and a half feet. Huh. And uh, Jay was like, I can beat that. And then I'm just wondering how many, you know, people that volunteered at the church function are like 17 meters. I used to do that all the time. I just never thought to record it. Or at the end of a wedding or at the end of eight million events where people are stacking chairs <laughs> uh yeah that's a good point i i'm sure there are probably some people who stack chairs all the time who are like i've done more than that <laughs> whatever nice try and then we got to get into the what, what kind of chairs are these regulation stacking chairs yeah exactly how if if you're going by feet how many you know maybe you should go by the number of chairs yeah, and then what is the workout regimen like? I don't know. More questions than answers. Should we try to break this record? We've been talking about wanting to break a record on the show. This one I feel like we have a decent shot at. Yeah, and it doesn't destroy our body. It's not like we're like, we're going to eat 400 hot dogs. That's not good. No. Stacky chairs? Yeah. All right, we were talking a little earlier on the early show with Karis and Jeremy about uh, metric and how we're still this weird mushmash of uh, imperial and metric. So it's like most things were metric, but then our height and weight, we just, we default. Occasionally cooking, still cups and tea, teaspoons oh, and tablespoons. Oh, yes. I actually, that's true. Cooking, I'm straight up cups and tablespoons and teaspoons uh, person. Cooking, cooking for me is a two, two screen experience because I have to have a screen with the recipe up and I have to have another screen converting stuff to metric constantly. I'm like, all right, this recipe calls for 14 <laughs> bushels and a stone of butter. What? And I have to be like, can... <laughs> Put this in Canadian for me, please. Where are you getting your recipes from? OldtimeyEnglishRecipes.com? No, no, no. I, Americans still talk that way. British really? people. Oh, yes. It's ridiculous. Read a Jamie Oliver cookbook. He's just like. I can't handle that because, I, uh, yeah. A I, Jamie I Oliver cookbook's out of control. He's like, this very simple pasta dish is great for Tuesday night. Go down to the local fishmonger and get like a fish that doesn't exist. And I'm like, Jamie. <laughs> There's a save on foods up the street. Like, come on. And then mix it with a bushel of butter. With a bushel and a, yeah, and a stone of some spice I've never heard of. <laughs> so easy for Tuesday night dinner. Yes, very good. So we're like, what is a meter? I had to look it up. I'm uh, 1.85 meters <laughs> tall. Not as sexy as 6'1", you know what I mean? If I put, if I'm on a dating app, I can't put 1.85 meters. Women will not swipe on that. That is 1.85. That sounds very, sounds very small. It sounds very small. Uh, Andrew texts into the show, 281027, to say um, a doorknob is a meter off the ground. Oh, I'm a, (laughs) I'm a doorknob. I'm almost two doorknobs off the ground. (laughs) The early show. Later with Karis and Jeremy. Oh, yeah. You know, putting that on ID and stuff or like on your 
Well, I, yeah, I'm never going to, I mean, never say never, but I probably am past the time of ever having an online dating profile. But from my understanding, a man's height is a pretty important thing. And uh, I think would it be funny to put, you know, I'm 1.85 meters, which is real, but have I just disqualified so many potential sexual partners? Well, you know what? Or maybe you're weeding out the highly intelligent ones. You know, you're you're finding the ones, for instance, the whole A&W situation yeah. with the third pounder versus the McDonald's quarter pounder and how the Americans thought the third pounder was smaller than the quarter pounder. Right. Very famous 80s. Uh, marketing marketing mishap that they yeah. still like teach in marketing school was A&W saw the success of the quarter pounder was like, oh, well, we'll do a third pounder for the same price. That's a slam dunk, not realizing that people are dumb and, and can't people, do the conversion. Exactly. And people don't know that a fraction, one of three, is actually one third. One third is bigger than one quarter. Yes. Um, and so if I so, put 1.85 meters, I think does a woman look at that and go, well, he's really, really short? No, I think you're weeding out the people who will look at that and think because it's a smaller number than, say, saying 6-4, that you're shorter when really actually it's the same. It's if I'm looking for a sexual hookup on a dating app, do I want to weed out dumb people? Uh, well, that's another good. That's a very good question. You have to ask yourself: What are you looking what for? What am I looking are for? Are you being that? Like, what do you? What do you need? What do you, you want? Know, you have. What do you want? That's how all of this starts. You know, when you're looking for anything, first of all, you have to decide within yourself: What are you looking for? I just see a woman seeing me list my height as 1.85 meters and just being like, "What a pretentious asshole!" He probably talks about drinking water all the time. <laughs> Probably. Like, Jeremy, how much water have you had? Yeah. You haven't told me recently. And I'll say, I drank a liter of water. And she's like, what's that? In gallons, you piece of sh- No one talks like that. But how about this? If you want to be really pretentious, put how many doorknobs high you are <laughs> on your dating app. Yeah, and then you say, I'm two doorknobs <laughs> high. Almost. I'm not. Oh, too- sorry. A little shy of two doorknobs <laughs> high. Put that on your dating app and see who, who swipes right. Uh, yeah, I think in that case, I'm getting the cerebral... And I'm also getting the dummy, and I could probably cover a lot of ground. And and also the sort of like the morbidly curious, <laughs> like who's this idiot? I kind of just want to find out. Like I said, hopefully a problem I don't, a bridge I don't need to cross. Yeah, but uh, but you know, keep keep it in the back pocket. I'm, uh, you know, I'm 41. I feel like half my friends are single. Like. For the second time, you know. Yeah, like like split up, divorce. Yeah, right. You're at that age now where it's like now, like me and my wife and all your friends, right? You and Danny, everyone. You're either at this point ride or die or die, yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah. you can probably think of half your girlfriends, right, uh, or half yeah. your buds or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Although I feel like too. I mean. There's another round then later, I think, when the kids, if you have kids, once you become empty mm. nesters, I think there's another round of split ups then. Because yeah, couples who've decided to, like, we're ride or die, but then once the kids leave, they realize, oh, shit. I don't want to die. I don't want to die with you. God. <laughs> and then you get more I've split I've seen ups. how you load the dishwasher. How are you going to load me into the coffin, Dwayne? I hate you, Dwayne. I've just never had time to tell you before. <laughs> but now that the kids are gone, I got all the time in the world, and you're a real flop. <laughs> so that's what's coming. That's I coming. I 100% want to use that as an insult. You're a real flop. <laughs>
It really, it kind of, kind of, kind of says it. That's you can a imagine. Power insult. I love it. You're a real flop, Dwayne. <laughs> Piece of shit. Okay, what are we talking about next? We're going to get to Sam Chang from the Broadcast Podcast. <laughs> it's like a, that's a that's a podcast power move. It's like podcasters always brought like interview other podcasters. Yes. And so so cuz we have the live radio program, but we do also have this podcast. So we're not only radio hosts, we're also podcasters. We're also fans. <laughs> and we're fans. <laughs> we're not just on the radio, we're also fans. Uh but before we talk about that, we've got okay, we did stacking chairs metric. Uh, then, yeah, we're we're talking about unknown caller. Oh right, right. The this. namesake <laughs> of the podcast. I like this story. Uh okay, so here's some relatable content I think for a few of us. A hiker got lost in Colorado for over 24 hours. That happens all the time. We live in uh, Vancouver. People getting lost hiking, it's just, that's the weekend, right? Like, that just happens all the time. Colorado, I imagine it's similar. They got the mountains, the great outdoors. Person was lost for over 24 hours. People were trying to contact them. They couldn't get a hold of this person despite the fact they were in cell phone range. The reason... The uh, search and rescue, Lake County search and rescue, their number comes up as unknown caller on the phone. And the dude was just letting it go to voicemail. It's like, like un- I unknown that. caller? Why would I answer that? Scam? What's that about? <laughs> I just think like, of course. You know what I mean? Of course. Yes. Like even height. Like, I am lost. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Phone rings. Oh, unknown caller. That's just a CRA scam. Yeah. No, I'm not. I, I may be lost and hungry and tired, but I'm not answering that. Are you kidding me? I still have more questions than answers. You're in cell phone range. Are you ever lost? Yeah, I, I don't know. You could just go into your computer phone and say, computer phone, tell me how to get out of here. And it will tell you. Yes. Although maybe if you're unconscious. Maybe if you're injured and you're unable to use your computer phone. This person wasn't, though. They no, were no. consciously skipping the calls to voicemail. Yeah, so who called the rescuers? People who were, like, concerned this person was missing. Yeah, right. So it's not he didn't call the rescuers. Other no. people called them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Karis, if you went missing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, like, I would like to think I might be like, where's Karis? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. The early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Podcast, a hockey podcast, talks Canucks, but all sorts of hockey uh, stories uh, on that podcast. Sam, let's just begin with uh, how the Canucks have begun so far. What are they, 3-3-1? Three, three, and one? Where are you at or how are you feeling about that start? I feel like that's pretty much exactly where I thought they would be. I mean, they've been kind of good in some games, kind of flat in other games. And just, you know, we've all, we've all kind of seen this show before. Yeah, you were you've been expecting the Canucks to be as Jeremy says just treading water, you know, just kind of right hovering hovering at that kind of losing kind of winning place. Exactly. Uh and Sam, uh I was wanting to ask you too about the Chicago Blackhawks situation. Um, this is, you know, a a pretty big deal that's coming out right now because there were allegations. This was in the summer that, um, in the Chicago Blackhawks organization, essentially everybody in power, uh, at the time completely dismissed a very serious sexual assault allegation that happened in 2010. And, uh, and people, you know, uh, Shevel Dayoff and Quenville, 
uh, Joel Quenville and Ken Shoveldayoff still working in the NHL and the allegations that that they completely turned a blind eye against this serious sexual assault allegation now raises the question, should they still be working? You know, should they be fired? I think it's clear that everyone who is involved should be fired. I was shocked that they actually allowed Stan Bowman and Alan McIsaac to step down and resign. Um, I think they should have been fired like that should have been a clear decision. And I think the fact that Joel Quenville actually gave a press conference this morning and the Florida Panthers basically said, we're going to let Gary Bettman speak to him first and he's going to remain our coach in the meantime, reinforces everything that the independent report said was wrong with what Chicago did. And it's just playing out with other teams across the league. And I think it's really reprehensible. And it was so, I mean, it was so wrong and clearly wrong that the league has, has fined the Blackhawks $2 million. Yeah, so that's all very clear, right? Yeah, it, it is all very clear, especially if you read the report. And frankly, I think $2 million for a billion-dollar organization is nothing. Yeah, I guess that's a pretty good point. I was kind of thinking that, too. I thought, well, you know, $2 million for us, that seems like a whole lot. But, you know, when you think of, like you said, the the organization as a whole, is that even really a a reasonable punishment? It's like a speeding ticket. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Wow. All right, Sam, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. No problem. Anytime. All right. We'll check out Sam Chang on our podcast, The Broadcast. And Sam... I think the last time I saw a show on my Spotify was the middle of October. Was it? We didn't put one out last week, but there will be one this Friday. Now we're talking. Excellent. Thanks, Sam. See you. Thanks, guys. Bye. The early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy. Yeah, that's a wild story out of Chicago. I will admit I only kind of was half paying attention to it over the summer. I mean, I follow Sam Chang from the broadcast. I love Georgia Twist. She talks about it quite a bit as well. Um, but that's everything I kind of know about it. I mostly only know because of them or their retweets. Right. Exactly. Um, but as the story has developed and then, yeah, I guess it was today or yesterday, more bombshell developments. It was like, whoa. Yeah. Because there's a civil trial going on and, um, and this is the results of this investigation were made public and showed that. Joel Quenville and Ken Dayoff, who at the time in 2010 were the top of the, you know, they were in charge of the Chicago Blackhawks. And the investigation shows that they were, in fact, made very aware of this sexual assault allegation. And they just were like, yeah, no, we're just not going to pay attention to that. <laughs> and 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 now and they've come out saying, oh, no, I, I had no idea that that happened. It's like, well, no, actually, we have proof that you did know that that this information yes. was brought to your attention yes, in 2010 worst. and you did nothing. I mean, there's a lot of the worst, but anytime and not just in this story in particular, because it happens throughout the world when they're like, I just I hate when people, I guess, so broadly lie. like when there are receipts and it's just like. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, cool. Well, here's an email where you're like, hi, I'm Joe Quenville. I know exactly what is being talked about. You're just like, you are just lying. You're just straight up lying. Yeah, just bald face lying. Yeah, like, why you're... don't you just 
Own <clears throat> up to it. A little bit, yeah. Try. Own up to it. You know, stop. Just don't be a piece of shit. Could, could you do that? Yeah. Could you try and do that? Can you go ahead and not be a piece of shit, bud? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Neat. Anyway, I feel like a lot of these people are may uh, get their comeuppance when it's like, yay, look at this storied career. And then it ends with such a, you know, uh, abrupt end for them and not yes. in a good way. And it's like, you can still, you know, if it really matters to you, you can still manage this and you're not doing it right. Yeah. No, you're just continuing to do it's the, never, I'm, I'm too big for this. I can't, yeah. this can't take me down. It's like, but you're a piece of shit. So it should take you down. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, you can still do the right thing. Yeah. It's, you know, at some point. It's never too late to actually do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's too late for the victim, but it's not. Yes. You can still, you can still try. You can still mm-hmm. grow. You can still learn. But you're choosing not to. And then, yeah. to me, that's really ignorant. I mean, it was ignorant in 2010. Why are you doubling down on the ignorance, I guess? It's, yes. I don't know. It's, it seems bizarre to me, but uh, I'm not going through that. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Joel Quenville, I'm thankfully, because I can't yeah, imagine I that just, would be awesome. Yeah, that would be super weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm glad that Sam was able to just kind of shine a little insight into that. And um, and Sam and all of, all, of the, um, all of them on the broadcast, they do talk about this story quite a bit and other things. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out that podcast. I like to punch it up from time to time. Though, as I was giving Sam a tough time when I went to go listen the other day, I was like, wait a minute. The last show's from the 14th. I need newer hockey content. <laughs> More content. Infinite content. Well, sports is kind of a funny <laughs> thing. Like, two days ago, it was too old, you know? Yes. Like, sports is like, what is well, happening now? I mean, it's, it's kind of like news, though, right? Yeah, sports, a lot, like a lot of things, Sports marches yeah. along like news. Like, if you do a newscast every week, a lot happens in seven days. Yeah. It's like, what's that guy, John, John Oliver's last, you know, week tonight? It's yeah. Like he does a good job because he does, he picks a topic and does a long expose. But otherwise, you can't do a news story once a week. No. Like, there, it's too The much. days of 60 minutes are, you yeah. know, 60 minutes gets to live, but that's it. All right, guys, let's call it a podcast and we'll do this again another time. That's right. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. You can tweet us at any time at Jeremy underscore Baker and at Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. Get those chips. Yeah, they're for you. Come on. (laughs) See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right, we're done here.